everybody and welcome back to another edition of bradley's house the podcast i am your co-host jared Orr, joined alongside my bvf and the efd kelly noel kelly how you doing tonight i'm good but not entirely sure what those acronyms stand for maybe we could talk about it later well well kelly i'll tell you the first one you're you're my you're my best virtual friend oh thank you Jared. you're done with bvd awesome. yeah you know me <laughs> Kelly, uh, we're already having a lot of fun, and I am uh, super excited about the show that we have uh, going for the listeners today. Why don't you tell everybody who's hanging out with us today in Bradley's house? I would be happy to. You know, I was thinking earlier about how I was going to introduce these two, and the first thing that came to my mind was these are some of my most favorite people, and I realized I've said that about every guest we've had on so far, but that's only because... (laughs) We happen to be having all my favorite people on our podcast, so I feel super fortunate in that regard. But um, quite literally, I have so much respect for these two, not just as people, but as businessmen, as artists, um, just as people, as as human beings, really. I, I absolutely love what they stand for. I love the way that they carry themselves, the way that they do business, the way they interact with people. I've learned so much from them, and uh, I feel super honored to not only be their friends, but also have them on the board of the Knoll Family Foundation. So I'm here with Paul Milbury, the general manager of Law Records, and Yasad Williams, the drummer for Pepper and part owner of Law Records and like 42 other things. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. <laughs> but here we are with Paul and Yasad. Thank you guys so much for having us. Seriously, that uh, the kind words and uh, the honor of everything is... We will spend the rest of our lives, me and Paul, searching for the words of our gratitude for this whole process. And then you reminding us of just being included in the board nowadays and everything. It's its literally just some of the most mind-blowing just thing ever. And yeah, thank you is what I'm trying yes, to say. That's you. what we're trying thank to say. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, let's get right down to it. Um, Paul, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, we know how much Brad has meant to uh, the music scene and to the listeners of this show. And I've talked a little bit about the story of Sublime and what it's meant to me. When somebody says Bradley Noel to you, what comes to mind? Wow, that's an amazing question. Um, just an, an amazing talent and a uh, transformer of of music. I mean, he was a huge introduction for me personally, as I'm sure he was for many people to so many different styles and uh, bands in general. Um, I still, you know, while we're doing this process, I'm finding songs that were influenced by other bands that Brad, you know, brought to our attention. Um, Just an incredible talent and just, yeah, an incredible talent. Absolutely. Now, Kelly, why don't you tell all of our listeners, you've explained why these gentlemen are so important to you, but why do we have them on the show today? Well, I'm particularly excited to have them today because these two are the ones that are responsible for causing the album, The House That Bradley Built, to happen. Um, They 
they came up with the idea, they conceived it, they birthed it, and they're entirely responsible for it. And it's one of the great honors for me and my family to have people that not only recognize Brad and love Brad, but but put into action the, the love that they have for him. And, and for me, that's a really huge thing. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to say, it's a whole nother thing to do. And, and these guys have done that. So we're super excited. The album just went on pre-order on uh, Friday, December 4th. Mm-hmm. And it's going to release on January 15th. We get two singles released every single week. I'm so excited for everybody to hear the album. Uh, it's not just that the songs are great, which they are. It's not just that the performances are great, which they are. But there's so much love behind each and every cover that the artists did it out of the love of their heart. And, and they chose the songs because they were meaningful for them. And then, you know, Paul and Yassad put this all together. And so it really has been a labor of love and and something that I'm super proud of and super honored by. And that's why we have them today. And that's super exciting. Now, Yassad, before we get into Pepper's cover, Date Rape, that just came out, and before I fanboy out too much and tell you what a huge Pepper fan I am, um, yes, explain to <laughs> Absolutely, man. Explain to us uh, a little bit about Law Records. Um, mm-hmm. You guys put this out. How did Law Records come about? Give us a little backstory. Yeah, no problem. Uh, the long kind of story, long short, my dad had a band called The Law that was back in uh, the early 80s. It was a, a hair metal band kind of, I guess. And they were, uh, their name was The Law. And that's where the logo comes from, which is like that chiseled, uh, uh, that chiseled stone logo that you see, which is like our OG logo, I guess, our flagship logo, you could call it, Paul. Um, I think you would agree. Yeah, I t- absolutely. Um, and uh, he he started the band in 1980 about and put out their record in 1983 and self-released it on Law Records. They uh, uh, disbanded very quickly after that. And uh, my dad went on to raise me, et cetera, have a life. Uh, then around 2003, we as Pepper were on Warp Tour and we're huge fans of uh, Epitaph of um uh, fat records of all the independent record labels of the 90s actually when i first heard the sublime's cover of uh the descendants hope i assumed they were on epitaph and then i later found out about skunk records and so then another one skunk records just huge fans in respect of all these artists that had their own labels so we were on warp tour in 2003 and we realized we'd still own the first uh, uh master of our first record given it and we just had the idea, oh, we have respect for these guys. We should do what they do. Fat Mike has Fat Records. Uh, um, Mr. Brett from Bad Religion started Epitaph. Uh, uh, Sublime had Skunk Records. So we need our own label. Oh, perfect. We could take this name from my dad that he did back in the day, but it had a second of life and then then just was kind of like dead in the water right after. And um, we released that first record of ours. And then we went on to sign uh, the supervillains. We ended up putting out Iration's first record, Time Bomb, uh, the Ballyhoo record, uh, Daydreams. Uh, we put out Pink Crustaceans and Good Vibrations of uh, our record, the Stitches EP. Um, and then a little bit around the early 2010, 2011, uh, we got a deal with Island Records with Pepper. So we kind of went that like we put all our attention towards that didn't do much with the record label for a few years um around the ohana era as i like to call it we decided we really wanted to take our uh, uh destiny back in our own, uh, our own hands 
We went full blown with Law Records. A couple years later, we ran into Paul via Mark Lay, who uh, worked for the label. And now we're just running full steam. Uh, we're like a, we're like a real record label now. I guess is the, well, is the only way I could say it. And then um, uh, to give credit where credit's due, Paul was the one that linked up with Kelly uh, over a year ago. This idea was born uh, for the house that Bradley built. Uh, Paul even had the idea for the name. I'm just like, let's go. And then it was just this fun, most rad mission of uh, hitting up friends, making new friends, uh, just blowing our own minds. We keep saying this so much that we wake up in the morning and open up our uh, email inbox and it'll just be like Christmas. We'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, Milo from uh, Descendants emailed us back. He's going to do hope. But like just mind blowing things every day. So, And then to think about who we're doing it for. Like we're, like this is this is for Bradley, for Sublime, for the Knowles. Like I can't even... I always go back to the 12 year old self uh, version of myself and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening right now. So yeah, it's just amazing. So much fun. Yeah. And, yeah and I, un I understand us. that feeling. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I could, I could just talk forever about how much fun it is. Yeah. And then there, there's such a good cause. Um, I, I have a background with addiction and whatnot. So it's like to be able to help on that level. And it's, it's the most awesome onion with so many good layers to it that yeah let's peel this thing apart and it's just been so much fun well on behalf of the fans i, I have to thank both of you gentlemen because uh, this has really been awesome um to be able to hear these songs and uh and have them done by bands that were either influenced by brad or you know guys like half pint and and bert suzanka who you know were brad was influenced by them uh it, it really means a lot to us as the fans and um you know to hear these songs done and, and everybody kind of putting their own twist onto them uh it's just something that is really special for us and and you can see how much everybody really enjoys it so on behalf of the fans we we certainly thank you yeah absolutely because i mean we're fans yeah, as well totally. so it's like we feel you're preaching to the choir yeah. brother we're like oh my god as a sublime fan hearing all these people's version it's yeah amazing yeah, well, it's uh, it's certainly been a joy for us. And uh, again, I totally understand how you feel. I was hanging out with some friends. We had some music playing and they, you know, it was a, a, a reggae Spotify channel and a Pepper song actually popped up. It might actually have been a Sublime channel and a Pepper song popped up. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to be talking to this guy for the podcast coming up. It's uh, So, you know, I, I totally understand. Kelly, uh, Pepper's Date Rape was just released. It's available on uh, on YouTube. You guys can check that out. Um, what did you think when you heard the song? I loved it. Honestly, every, every cover that I've heard, I've loved because they're all interpretations by each artist. And, and I like that we still get the flavor of each artist in there. But, but they're still true to the song. And so every time a new track has come out, I get so excited to hear it and, and see what the, the artists have done with it. And uh, I, I love Pepper's cover of Date Rape. I think it's awesome. I think there's a, a couple of fun little surprises in there and that's, it makes it a lot of fun for sure. Um, I'm curious, Paul, where did you come up with the idea for doing the album? Um, well, I, I guess so we could go back to when you and I met at Cali Roots. Um, 
I remember having a long conversation with you and kind of sharing my story with Sublime and growing up with listening to Brad. And I remember telling you, like, all right, we're in the middle of a Pe- uh, Pepper album right now. We have a lot going on, but I really want to get involved and I want to help out and do whatever we can. Um, but I just can't do it right now. I was like, I'm going to surface at some point when, when all this stuff comes, you know, and I'll, and I'll circle back. And so, and then, um, you know, in that interim time, um, kind of had the idea and was talking with, with Usad and Kaleo and um, Brett from, from Pepper. And we were like, you know, hey, like, why don't we just, would you guys be into doing an acoustic version of one of these songs, of, of a Sublime song? We could put it out and just have the proceeds from the song go to the foundation. And everyone was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, that, that, let's do it. He's like, well, why, why stop there? Let's have everybody on law do it. And then we're like, as we started asking everybody <laughs> on law, we're like, well, why stop there? Let's just start asking other people. And like, well, you know, we'll, we could even go to the people that did the song originally that Brad covered. Maybe they'd be into doing it. And we're like, so we kind of, it just was this organic experience of, of why stop there? Let's keep going. And I know this guy at this person and Yassad knows everybody and knows, you know, the entire music scene in some capacity, the degrees of separation are so small. So we we kind of had an idea and and we would just go with it and and it's like we started out with an idea of like i said with like the law cat, uh roster doing a song and then it morphed into you know 50 songs that are getting turned in and it like just quickly became very evident like you know as as everyone who's a sublime fan knows and is aware how how monumental they were and to the scene just everybody was so excited and enthusiastic about doing a song so that's that's kind of how it came about and then it just kind of morphed into its own thing as well to you along the way which was really cool to see you know what amazes me the most and and it's just a very practical thing is how you found the time to do it (laughs) because this has been a major undertaking and honestly I mean I know you were already busy I don't know how you find the time and I feel like we need to give a big thanks to your wife, Michelle, and to <laughs> yes, your yeah, daughters, yes, yes. because Thank I'm you. sure a lot of that time is taken away from them. And so we definitely appreciate the sacrifice they've made. Yes. But Thank you are a very hardworking man. Thank you. Um, it's it's a, it's a passion. And, you know, just like Yassad said about being a fan, like it's this crazy connection of, of passion and work and um, you know, helping a good cause where it's just this, this positive thing. So there's, you know, I have I have a, a daughter who's turning two tomorrow and a four year old as well. So we do a lot of our working in the early mornings and late at nights. So um, that's when I do a lot of things. But yes, it, it was a it was a lot of work, but it was the, the work that you you want to do. Like you saw it said, it's like you open up the email. Hey, did you see that email yet? Oh, that that new the, the demo just came in for this track. Like oh my gosh, you got to hear it. Like it was exciting. It was so fun. You know, I would send them to. Um, to my, my wife Michelle and we would talk about them like oh did you hear that like what'd you think and it was like it was like Christmas hearing all these songs reimagined and knowing you know some people saying what do you think like should this song have um should we have uh the djembe in it or should we have drums in it and we're like in some way producing in some capacity like saying like no let's let's tone it down a little more it was like this crazy mind-blowing process of of being a part of that where um you know, like it's it's funny this this album. I I look at it and I see so much pride, and I'm like, you know, I helped create it. And it's like I didn't really create anything. You know, I didn't make record the songs. You know, as the catalyst to kind of help get assets turned in and things. But I didn't make anything. But I also know that it like you know we helped make it happen. So it's this really just pride, proud moment to to see it. Um, you know, in September when the when the LP came out, that was amazing. And then this past Friday on December fourth to have the 
uh, deluxe edition announced and out into the world and, and just kind of, you know, letting the world know what we've been working on and all these, this hard work is, was, was a really special moment. Yeah. You know? you know, I've heard from a lot of people that they especially appreciate it during this time. You know, this year has been mm-hmm. so hard for so many people Definitely. with COVID and, and all of the drama that that has brought along with it. Yeah. So not only is it a phenomenal album, but it comes at a time where it really gives um, a lot of hope and a lot of joy to people. And that's pretty special too. It's It's been amazing. And I mean, ultimately like all the, the gratitude goes to the bands that you know Absolutely. that offered their time and their talents because they just destroyed these songs yeah. they did such amazing versions of them and you can tell nobody phoned anything in everybody really you know wanted to to do their best and it it shows and so it was like hearing all of these songs was like whoa you know so it was i mean Thank you to everybody involved with you yes. know, all the bands Thank that, that turn in the music endlessly. and are supporting the, the cause and, and, and a rad cause that it is and very important. So ultimately, the gratitude goes to them. But it was, you know, it's just been an amazing process to be a part of. And, you know, I can't uh, can't thank you enough, too, as well, for, you know, letting us, um, you know, it's such an important um like we had to be, we, we wanted to make sure that we were very careful and and, and honored the the music and the work and the name. Um, yeah, the legacy. Know, the legacy, and so for trusting in us to do that, and you know, was you know, we thank you for that as well too, because it's um, incredible to be a part of, and you know, hearing these songs is just you know to know that they're going to be having their own life further down the road too, and hopefully introduce you know like maybe people didn't know that uh, Hope was a Descendant song and, and yeah. go, go figure it out, you know, like that's yeah. part of the idea, you know. Um, yeah, that first time that we sat down and you told me about your idea, one of the things that I was really trying to judge was the kind of person you were, you know, because as you said, protecting the legacy is extremely important to me, obviously, and I wanted to make sure that it was to you too. And, and over the course of that, you know, hour, hour and a half that we spent together, I was struck with the fact that you weren't just doing this uh, because you thought it would be cool, but you were genuinely doing it because it was something that was important to you and that meant a lot to you yeah. and that you would protect the legacy. De- and that means definitely. That's a great deal. Thanks. Yeah. And, and, and for all of us, you know, yeah. like I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know all the, the guys with the label and, and the band, like all just saw the importance and, you know, and an opportunity to really like shine on the importance of, of what Brad meant and Sublime meant to the community that is really you know thriving right now this the american reggae scene is just doing so well and um you know reggae brad didn't invent reggae by any means but he helped you know shine a light on it in a a mainstream component that maybe wasn't there before and it introduced and brought in a wave of all kinds of talents and it's just um it's really you know an honor to, to highlight his what he did and then also what all the bands that are kind of carrying the torch still you know, with what he, who he influenced. So it's, it's just a, it's a crazy, it's, just, it's amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a huge, uh, when all the bands and we let all everyone know that we're doing this, it was such, um, just a, uh, a snapshot of what a beacon of inspiration Brad continues to be throughout and grows and the inspiration grows and grows. Um, because just, you'd see the bands talking that, are on the comp about oh i can't wait to hear your version oh look what did you do with this or what did you do that so it's just the the good vibes that are created through it and just that like i said the the beacon of inspiration that that bradley's created and that just continues to just permeate just so much radness off it was i don't know i guess we were able to tap into that a little bit and, and accentuate it and it's just such proof in the 
proof is in the pudding because all the songs are so rad and all the all the versions are so cool. Okay, Paul, if I'm getting this straight, it sounds like initially you were thinking maybe you were going to have an album, like a, a regular album. You're going to have 10 or 12 songs on there. And here you are, 50 artists later, all wanting to be a part of this. And a reminder to everybody, this was donated time. They weren't looking to cash a check or to make some money. They were doing this. It all benefits the Noel Family Foundation to help get Bradley's house built Kelly, how overwhelming is it for you guys that all of these years later, Bradley still means so much that this is what you ended up with, 50 artists? It's really hard to comprehend. I'm not going to lie. It's it's mind-blowing. But I, I go back to the same thing that I think every time somebody tells me how much Sublime's music has meant to them, I wish Brad was here to see it. I wish that all these years later he could see the impact of his music and the impact of his life. And um, so it's, it's definitely bittersweet for me, but um, you know, in the, in the midst of the pain, there's this really just beautiful thing that's growing. It's like this, you know, beautiful flower growing out of the ashes, not to be too dramatic, but honestly, that's really how it feels that this, this whole thing has been created as um, a tribute to him and, and to sublime and, and that that legacy, that portion of his life is is continuing on and and still impacting people 25 years after his death is really, really remarkable. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. And uh, Paul, how shocked were you guys when you got to the point where you're like, wow, we've got 50 songs here? It, early, early on, it became like we kind of like we were starting okay, it's going to 10 songs. Okay. I think now we got like a, we got, a, we got a vinyl and now we got, and then it was like, no, I think we got double. And then, yeah, okay, right. yeah. Now we're going to have to figure out what, which songs we're going to pick. Okay. Well, now we have so many songs. We're not going to be able to put them all on one release. Like, okay, now we, how are we going to do this? You know, we're yeah. kind of constantly, a lot changed, of pivoting, a lot of pivoting and, and, <laughs> yes. and, you know, and then also too, we like, I mean, originally I think the plan was to have it out in like in May of this year mm -hmm. and around was, Cali so, roots, around Cali roots of, um, so, because a lot of the bands that were on the, the first release in September were playing Cali Roots and we thought there'd be some cool activations we could do. And so, but then COVID hit. And so then we, again, we, we you know, we had to pivot it again. But um, as the, as the songs came in, it, it definitely were like, well, you know, everybody's donating their time. And I know Kelly, you were very adamant about this too. Is like everybody that, that does this, like we really want to, you know, honor them as well too. Or like we have to put it all out. So like, how can we figure out a way to do that and make it, you know, interesting and to, to not just drown because I mean, you know, it's hard enough to put 10 songs out and get people to listen. And even if it's, um, you know, you know, the biggest artists, it's, it's just hard because there's so much content nowadays, not, let alone if you're going to do 55. So we, we came up with the idea of, of doing 24, you know, doing the first release and then um, having this, like the volume two, the deluxe edition, incorporating everybody as um, a way to, you know, really highlight all the bands that, that took the time and, and efforts to get a song in. Um, and I, I think it, I think it worked. I think it's been working, you know, like the, just to, to be able to make sure that everybody got an opportunity to get some, um, to get some love, you know, because all the songs are amazing. That's the craziest part is, is there's no, there's no duds in the bunch. Everything that people turned in was fantastic. We had one point where I think like bands were hitting us up at one point. They were like, well, we, we heard about this comp you yes. guys are doing. We, can we can we maybe throw a song in? And, and again, just an example of how much inspiration and love 
just beacons out from anything Bradley did and Sublime. Just yeah, such a rad thing. Yeah, I um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I told Kelly I did offer to do a rendition of uh, Drunk Driving, and uh, she said she would. She said she would add it into the notes. So um, yeah, the the secret song at the end of the yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right, right, right. So uh, I don't, you know, that's okay. I'll I'll wait for the next one. No big deal. Well, like Rawhide, we couldn't get clearance for it, so we had to take it off. Right. (laughs) that's what we're going with that's you know what i like that story print it print that right there um now obviously the the whole reason for the album um we talked about was the noel family foundation and the house that bradley built and what they're looking to do we've obviously spoke about several times now you said you had mentioned that recovery has been a, a part of your life is that something that you're comfortable maybe talking about for a minute uh yeah no worries Okay, so how long uh, how long is your have you been in recovery now? Uh, well, I've I've been one of the lucky ones that about three and a half years ago, uh, or actually back up in two thousand eight, my mother passed away from uh, drinking. She pretty heavy drinker my whole life, so that's kind of that's kind of my main uh, uh, relationship I had with real with a real detrimental um, version of addiction. Um, but I'm one of the lucky ones that about three and a half years ago, I noticed that I was really kind of getting like bad and, and like starting to drink and not stopping, just not having control of, over it. I think I started to notice. So I was able to kind of uh, go off of a like a bad weekend a few years ago. I had a friend that I knew he had quit drinking and, and actually he went completely sober for um, uh, a couple of years before that. So I called him after this bad, real bad weekend I had, and I asked him his, what he, his whole deal and uh, yeah, what do you think? And he was like, honestly, it was one of the best things I ever did in my whole entire life. Uh, I told him where I was at. He's like, yeah, yeah, definitely seems like you probably need to like, like maybe make a turn in your life. Um, and this is the one that thing that hit me so hard. He was like, he's like, honestly, I know that you know you need to quit drinking. And if you don't, the fact that you know and you don't, that'll kill you more than anything if you kind of carry on like this. But anyway, but he, he, wow. he was like, but I don't want to, but he was like, but I don't want to scare you. He's like, what I did was he took three months off. He's like, just take three months off. Don't like start drinking after three months, but just take three months off. It's not like too intimidating. You know, it's like, okay, it's something I can try. So, uh, first couple weeks were like, I don't know, it's kind of eggy, but like, like, you know, whatever, I just got through it. And then like after a month, all the colors started to come back. I was surfing like, like 10 times more than I, than I was. And just, you know, I just started noticing that th- this was the jam. I was like, this whole not drinking thing is the new drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a but, t-shirt. Uh, That's a yeah, t-shirt. But, uh, <laughs> But uh, um, so, yeah, it just it just improved everything in my life. And uh, and and yeah, I just I just uh, uh, I guess realized the quality of life just stepped up and I just started realizing the further uh, I would go with it, which is another thing my buddy uh, Adam told me. He was like, honestly, the more you go down the road of not drinking, it's kind of like this badge of honor, like not in a weird like you're going to go out and talk about it to everyone and like, be like, Oh, check me out. I don't drink, but it's just kind of like you're proud. And I started noticing it. I was like proud when I would start going out and like, like not drink. I was like, yeah, this is like, 
it was strengthening to me you know it was like fully empowering and, and whatnot and also just the whole fact of like honoring my mother that passed away and and whatnot and so yeah it just it just made sense and uh always to this day it keeps getting better every day and also i hear what my buddy adam was saying and is absolutely one of the best decisions i've ever made in my whole entire life quitting drinking so wow that's uh that's a really awesome story and uh and i'm certainly happy that you were able to to get there i think something similar um happened to me uh although i don't know if i ever had a problem but i got what was called old and uh i would i would wake up in the morning and realize yeah i would realize i would realize i no longer could just get up and go right to work and my head would pass you know i'm just not going to do this anymore um but no it's uh it's great to it's great to see that and um i'm sure that's a big part of this to to be able to do that know that bradley's house is uh going to be specifically for those in the music industry because um i think being focused to that is something that's that's going to be really important now everybody's waiting for this album you guys are releasing you're giving it to us a little at a time um i've i've messaged kelly several times i've sent fake emails from fake companies she's not giving up the songs um but i've i've tried everything so i'll, I'll wait patiently just like everybody else is um is there one I, obviously i know you guys love every song and i'm not even going to ask a favorite because i'm sure you don't have one but for all three of you that have heard this I want everyone to give me one song that you think is just going to really blow the fans away, a shocker, one that's out there that's just like, wow. Give me one song. Kelly, you want to go first? Oh, gosh, I hate this. <laughs> it doesn't uh, mean that you like it more. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Oh, the deluxe edition because we've heard um, i think a lot of us have heard it on the deluxe edition on everything um yeah. and again it doesn't mean that you like it anymore or that you're favoring it anymore <laughs> but just one song that you would be like wow i, I that wow this is so hard because like 14 songs come to mind yeah. but um i will say i'm really excited for everybody to hear mike pinto's cover of superstar punani mm-hmm. he does such a killer job and they all do I, again i i hate I hate picking it and it's definitely not it's just there's there's so many that are so good but i really think he does such an incredible job in the guitar on that and he just he really nails it and and it's a song that not as many people are familiar with it's definitely not one of the mainstream sublime songs but he does such a great job of it and really brings it to life in a fresh way and um i'm excited for everyone to hear that it's a deep cut yeah it is a deep cut yeah i got one okay so uh i want everyone to hear the iration version of DJs because it was one recorded at our studio, Conatown recording. And it was also, I drug Adam straight from our surf trip. Uh, we'd just flown back from Oaxaca and I drug him straight to the studio to track that song. So I was there in the recording, we were fresh from Mexico. It was at our studio and they crushed the version so hard so yeah. um everyone's gonna have a blast with iration's version of djs good call that, I, I, yes that's that is a great one too and i i for i'm gonna have a two-part to this answer for from the first half, cheating i know okay well all right all right the one part will be then i the 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 pacifier version of greatest Hits I, love, I was gonna is, go there first is, so is is nice. amazing they like put their own spin on it it's it does justice to the original song which is one of my favorites um, and it's just a, 
in true sublime fashion, they own the song in their own right. It's just really cool. And they're a former Law Records artist and, and, as well. In that yeah. first wave of Law <laughs> Records I talked about with Iration and Ballyhoo, Pacifier, we released a couple of their albums as well. So they're alumni. Yes, so alum. Yes, yes. But that is definitely the the one that sticks out the most. But you know, again, not to take anything away from any of the other ones. All of them are fantastic, but that one definitely uh, stands out. And then the Mad Caddies version of New Song on the first one is so good. It's definitely like one of is so good. I just talked about on the last podcast with Taddy Saad that uh, Date Rape is a song from the catalog that I always tried to avoid just because um, I'm, you know, an overweight, light skinned guy with blue eyes. So I always got a a funny look. And now you have reintroduced this into the world and and forcing me to listen to it and play it for others. So uh, light skin, light blue eyes, a double chin and a plastic smile. Well, thanks a lot, man. No problem. Hey, we got to understand, though, Brad was telling a story about someone else. You know, we're not agreeing with this or anything. It's just a story. It's so funny, though, because in the 90s, like I said, I heard Sublime first on Momentum 2, and that was a surf video by Taylor Steele, uh, and their version of Hope was on it. Um, And then it was all, you guys heard that Date Rape band? Did you guys hear that that, that band? You know, so it was this huge, like, like, not viral, but for then, yeah. for back then, word of mouth viral yeah. thing that, and it just was like this. And then, like, like when you heard Fifty Cent, oh, he was like, I got shot nine times, you know, and it just went absolutely viral, yeah. word of mouth. Um, so yeah, it, that I was talking to Brett the other day uh, when we did a uh, Instagram live thing about it, and we were talking about that same thing, and Brett was like, just like, yeah, it was actually the first song he ever heard from Sublime, and it was the video when he saw the video. It's got Ron Jeremy at the end and like, and it's just so, you know, good art divides, you know, (laughs) but, um, uh, uh, so it was just so, um, uh, I think, uh, momentous or moment momentous for us to do, uh, it made a lot of sense. I think, I think, I think momentum, momentary, momentumatary. Yeah, I, I make up I make up I make up fake big words in our work group chat sometimes to see if I can throw uh, Kelly and Anna off because they're much smarter than I am. So yeah. sometimes I, I sneak them in there. there. Yeah, you know what I mean? If there, there's a silent P. Um, yeah, no, the uh, the album is great. And I can't wait to hear all of these uh, versions of this. Now, if somebody's looking to pre-order the album, Paul, or they want to pick up uh, the first release, where can they go to do that? They can, um, you know, you can do it anywhere, all through the classic channels. You know, it's available on Amazon, um, you know, through our store, shop.law-records.com. We have um, shirts and posters. Um, we have the the vinyl that was released in september we repressed that that's available um so that's the ideal spot but they're available you know however you you know people want to support um you know even if it's just talking about it to people and sharing it and you know watching it on youtube or whatever i think just the what's been really cool about the entire process of how the album was created was very organic it feels like the reception is is organic i i see people posting in in bands facebook groups have you heard this song or i just discovered this one or um kelly you and i were talking about how people discovered vonalia from her cover of the ballad of johnny butt which was a secret hate another song great another great version yeah. yeah um where that just that discovery is happening very organically and i think all of that is is rad and so wherever you consume music like is it's available 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about the album is that it is bringing attention to the, the artists and and exposing them to a whole new audience that mm-hmm, maybe they definitely. didn't have access to before, which I think is a lot of what Sublime's music has done, too, is brought, you know, new audiences to a lot of these different artists. And so I love that that this album is doing that, too. I think that's really powerful. Absolutely. You don't know how much old reggae that I found out through Sublime and Brad because of maybe just the line that wasn't even on one of the albums. Maybe it was on a live bootleg show that I listened to. And I was like, because just being such a diehard Sublime fan, I was like with a fine tooth comb over any live recording or anything. And he'd just go out on maybe sing two lines and I'd be like, what are those? What is that? Is that a, is that a song I haven't heard? Like, what's going on? And then find out, oh, no, it's from this tenor saw song. Then, and then I hear the tenor saw song and they're just. Yeah. So, yeah, it's again, that beacon of inspiration. Yes. <laughs> we all did our deep dive homework with Sublime. Like I was I remember if you anybody, the, the hardcore fans were around with sublimearchive.com. I downloaded hours and boot, of bootlegs and. Um, versions that you know were that exact same thing where like well, I never heard that ver- like, where did that come from or you know like yeah. there's a different drum beat on that one who's playing drums on that and try yeah. to find all that out and so that was a, a, a yeah alright well yeah. cool then let me then let me put you guys both on the spot other than absolutely deep stuff that you've gotten off the archives that may not be out there anymore but recommend something that we could go on YouTube, a live show, uh, something that somebody should go find that they may not know. If they're just familiar with the basic Sublime Studio albums, what should I go on YouTube and look up? Uh, there's the there's one at the Palace, the live yeah. show at the Palace, that there's been a bunch of bootleg. I mean, it's kind of one of the more popular ones, but it's one of the best quality uh, recorded shows. They're playing very well. Uh, so... That or any of the House of Blues yeah. um, Hollywood shows are really good too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a deep diver. I'm not gonna lie. So like that three disc uh, box set that came out, in 08, 07, something like that, where it had radio interviews with with the band. Um, I've combed through all of that. There's a video on YouTube where I think it's at like the Lost House. Have you ever seen that one? Where oh Brad yeah, goes into falls Brad into a room and he's talking about records. And he's talking about some. Like that is really like I was really hungry for those kinds of things because I wanted to know what inspired Brad, like what you know, like where his headspace was at when he was talking about music. Um, so I, so that's a good video if you're if you're how, looking for that. See, how I good could... is the Warp Tour. Uh, sorry to cut you off, brother. How good is the Warp Tour footage of No Doubt where uh, uh, Gwen tells uh, Brad, "You look cute," and Brad's like, yeah. "I'm prosperous." I'm prosperous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slaps his belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, if you, belly. I sent, I sent Kelly that video. You go back and watch that video again. Uh, Lou Dog bites Gwen. No, uh, in that video, I, I promise you, I promise you. Yeah, she, uh, um, Brad. Oh, you know what? That might. No, yeah, that was Brad came out for secret hate. Or uh, yeah, Brad came out and uh, for total hate. For total hate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm looking. So Brad came out for total hate, and he started kind of hopping around like he did, and Gwen. Yeah. Kind of leaned in to sing with him, and uh, Lou Dog wasn't having that shit. He's, yeah, he's protective. Yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. also the uh, the palace. Is that the one that has the uh, uh, Sublime's version of "Pass Me the Laser Beam"? Yes, the it Carlos is. Song? It is and right. It is, and Amazing. see, my per- my personal favorite is "Memories." 
Um, and that was, I think in 94 up in Washington and, uh, and the boys were on fire that night. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, that is one of the longer, uh, shows that are available on YouTube. And, uh, it's, it's one that I absolutely love. Yeah. Oh, amazing. But that's one of those past me, the laser beam, same thing. I heard yeah. that and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's a Don, I was like, oh, Don Carlos from Black Uhuru. And then like, yeah, then it led me to. Don Carlos's all his solo radness. Well, that's what made Sublime so awesome. And, you know, you'd listen to a live show and, uh, you know, one second and Brad could be, you know, doing romantic girl and then he'll, you know, bust into, you know, hope, um, yeah. you know, so it was just, uh, and I think, yeah, yeah, he, uh, that's, uh, I love that so much about him. It's so funny because every episode I gawk over him and Sublime and I know Kelly's sitting there thinking, this is just my stinky brother. I don't even know what you guys are, right? You're just, you're the little sister. <laughs> just your head, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like this is, he used to, you know, kick me off the couch watching Saturday morning cartoons and you guys think he's so cool. Um, but, but I do, so... <laughs> No, it's true. It's it's hard to see him as anything but my brother. But um, but I think it's super great that you're also impressed by him. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was funny that you brought up Lost House because I actually just it wasn't that long ago in the group chat. I, I mentioned, you know, what do you I'm I'm more popular than fucking chicken. What do you I'm the lead singer of Sublime. What do you what are you interviewing him for? Um, yeah, so it was, uh, I think that's amazing that you guys dive in that deep and, uh, obviously being huge fans shows in, in an amazing album. So again, on behalf of the fans, we, we can't thank you enough for this. Amazing. Yeah. Honored. We're honored. Yeah, definitely. And we, we did try to go and get, you know, all, you know, we, we reached out to Toots before he passed to try to do 54, 46 as well. Yeah. Too. You know, we, we, we really did try to, to, to take care with um all of the the song selections you know we got falling idols to do their song falling idols that that brad did and sublime did and um you know we we really like i said that we really tried to um to be as protective and, and as careful with the whole thing yeah so as, as that's fans. why when we got the descendants to duke and knowing that descendants is one of brad's favorite bands of all time it was like we were like it just felt spe so special mm -hmm. definitely well, again, it's uh, it's an album that everybody needs to check out. Again, they've uh, they're starting to release some out. Um, we had uh, Pepper with Date Rape. What was the release date on that? December fourth. Yes. Yep. And what what can we look out for? And what's coming out next? Iration DJs is coming out next on the eleventh with Joe Sambo's version of Fifty Four Forty Six um, Ball and Chain, um, and then the following one will be Cashed Out Slow Ride and Pacifier Greatest Hits. So all of those will have been either out or announced, um, which are just all such good, good songs. They're really great, great songs. Yeah. yeah. That the other first single that was released last week was Shane Hell's cover of Under My Voodoo. And that was my experience of discovering someone new from this album. When I first heard that, I was floored. I, I love his reinterpretation of the song. I love I love everything about it. And that caused me to get into Shane's music and, and introduce me to all of that, which I think is so great. So I actually got to experience that on a personal level too. When, what did Miguel say? Miguel's like, oh, right on. He made lyrics for this song. 
because, <laughs> because the original version such like freestyle scatting kind of kind of thing and we we're like wait what yeah. he's like yeah like he, he definitely filled in some some words there yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely like you said making it his own making yeah. it his yeah. own yeah. Great. and shane is just a powerhouse he's so yeah. good and he's just an incredible guitarist and like that when he turned that version in it was like whoa it was like goosebumps kind yeah wow, this yeah. is a, an incredible version yeah. of this song when it came out on friday i have a friend i've been telling about this version and and knew he was so excited to hear it so as soon as it came out friday morning i was googling the uh, or sending him the spotify link nice. to it and he was so rad you can do that yeah, yeah. I, I, loved link for I loved it i loved it yeah it was great but yeah that was a big day it was like finally it came out okay i can yes. share it yeah, we absolutely uh, we love it, and we're really looking forward to uh, to the rest of these releases. And then the full album is available when January fifteenth, Aloha Friday, Aloha Friday. Yes, <laughs> twenty twenty will refine us, not define us. Yes, right. Yes. I like that. Yes, I can't. I can't claim credit for that one. That one's from. <laughs> I heard. I heard. That's from IG Live. Yes. Very yes. Good. Very good. But we're gonna bring in a new year with that, and and hopefully. Um, you know, a lot of good vibes with the with the deluxe release. Absolutely, and we're uh, we're certainly looking forward to it, uh, guys. This was an an awesome conversation about this album. Again, guys, it's the house that Bradley built. Um, it, there is a presale going on right now, correct? Yes. Okay, and uh, you guys can hop over to lawrecords.com and get this album. You can also pick up other The House That Bradley Built merchandise. Um, they've got t-shirts and posters, uh, so check them out, lawrecords.com. All proceeds go into the Noel Family Foundation. And guys, I think it's absolutely awesome that you're doing that and, uh, and able to help out in such a huge way. I do want to say it's actually Law Records. It's law-records.com yes. when you go look for it. Not to, to step on you a little bit there, but being the detail person that I am, I want to make sure everybody can find it. Law-records.com. And not only can you get the house that Bradley built there, but you can also get all the other Law Records albums as Shane well. Hall. Shane yeah. Hall, for instance. Yes. Right? Yes. Von Alia. Yeah, there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of gold Pepper, there. A lot of gold there. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper, too. Law-records.com. That's all <laughs> we're saying. That's what we're getting at. And so is it, just... is it dash or hyphen? It's a dash. It's both. Or what's a, yeah, what's a, <laughs> a hyphen is yeah. a dash. He's just man. trying to confuse us now. He's just trying to confuse us. Do you guys say exclamation mark or exclamation point? Point. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Is there a right West, answer? West Coasters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and can I just say too, sitting here in my dad's kitchen with these two, um, anytime I'm in the room with them, I feel so much cooler than I really am. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting here watching as people walk by on the boardwalk and thinking, wow, they must be going, who is she? Why is she like hanging out with those two? Is that oh, just because Santa showed up? It might be. Yeah. <laughs> right when we were starting, Literally. Santa and Mrs. Claus yeah. walked by. Yeah. But yeah, they were definitely impressed as well. But yeah. I, and they really do raise my cool level. Well, thank you. The same. We it's, feel the same no, way. Yeah. It's, it's just a good, same. it's just a circle of good energy when yes. we're all hanging. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll accept well, we had a lot of fun today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, before I let you guys go, anything else you want to plug? Anything going on that we should keep an eye out for outside of this project? Anything you want to talk about? Feelings, concerns? We're here. Uh, we need to do another episode for my feelings and concerns. <laughs> no, uh, just a whole bunch of yeah. How much time you got? Uh, just a whole bunch of rad stuff with Law Records that includes a new Pepper record. Uh, we're in the middle of uh, making a new record, like Paul said. Twenty twenty will refine us, not define us. Yes. So we went back into the studio because we couldn't tour, and uh, that's on the way. 
we've got a couple uh, uh, new artists that we're going to be uh, announcing at Law Records soon, and um, Vonalia Record, uh, Sideways Record, Tunnel Vision Record, um, Cashed Out, Cashed Out Record. Yeah. Uh, so tons of super rad new music coming up in 2021 and hopefully uh touring picks back up because we have a tour with slightly stupid uh planned for next summer in the common kings and speaking of past me laser beam the legendary don, don carlos. carlos yes so um yeah but other than that i'm just going out of my 13 foot boston whaler and just uh trying to keep it real out there on the pacific ocean you know <laughs> Yeah, no, it sounds, sounds awesome. Now, guys, before I let you go, we've done this with every guest so far. We'll start with you, Paul. Um, if you and I just met and I've never heard anything by Bradley Noel or Sublime, and I said, I'll give you an opportunity to play me one song, mm -hmm. the one song that's going to hook me. Again, it doesn't have anything to do with your album. This is specifically coming from the Sublime catalog. What would you play for me? That's it. Fantastic you question. Better, you better not steal mine. Uh, okay, I, I won't. Uh, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I if un, uninitiated, you've, you've been living, you know, your head under a rock somehow, and you haven't heard of Sublime. I would probably play "Foolish Fool" from the acoustic album. Wow. You know that mm, that, that one, just all the feels amazing. on that one, and it's just so good. And it like, and that that one is probably the one that just you can feel all the passion. You can hear the range. You can hear just the influence. You mm. know, like it's that. Yeah. Me next? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, she doesn't have to so, do it. I'm gonna, yeah, that's true. Um, or family. Blood family. We're all family. We are. Um, right, right. Mine would be, because like I said, I heard Hope first, and I thought Sublime was a punk rock band. And then I heard Don't Push on Four Ounces of Freedom. And, and it, it freaked me out in the best way ever. I didn't know what it was. I, I didn't know. It didn't put together. It was reggae for a while. Um, so it would be Don't Push, but it would be the secret uh, track version of Don't Push from Robin the Hood, because Brad's got that sick, uh, bye, good loving, give me lots of good fun, that whole like scat he does at the end that's different than the 40 Ounce to Freedom one. So there you go. Great picks. All right, now let's check my memory here. Uh, the first episode we had uh, Kelly and Brad's dad on, he picked um, Bad Fish, correct? That was yes. that was your dad's because he said it was the only one he could play on the guitar. Um, yes. So he, all the other ones were all the other ones were too complicated, but he could just kind of strum up and down and play that one. So he picked Bad Fish. Uh, week two we had Miguel and he picked April 29th, but it has to be the Leary version. So we've got Bad Fish, April 29th, the Leary version. Last week we had the Z Man on and he went with STP. Um, right. and, uh, and now we've got, uh, a foolish fool and, uh, don't push the hidden track on Robin the hood. So, um, I'm having a lot of fun asking these questions and, uh, and hearing what everybody thinks. And, and obviously coming from you guys, it, it's kind of cool to hear. You got to make a playlist of these yeah. as they keep going. Don't on, on blow like up my spot. What do you think I'm doing here? All of a sudden it's like, uh, I uh, mean, Brad what I meant to say was that's a great idea. <laughs> don't, don't. I already wrote it down and mailed it to myself. That's an official copyright in this. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fun for me to hear, and uh, I had a lot of fun with you guys today, and uh, so excited about the release of this album on January the fifteenth. And uh, I thank you guys for stopping by and giving us some time. No, thank, thank you for you. giving us an excuse to talk about Sublime. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, give me a time and a place. I'm there anytime. And, and so, I would it, like to say personally that um, 
thank you guys for what you're doing for the music industry because I do think that you're doing everything with integrity and that's that's an unusual quality mm. in any industry but it seems thank to you. be especially in the music industry so thank you what you're doing yes. for the industry thank you what you're doing for the artists that you work with individually because I know that everything you do um, you have their best interest at heart and again I think that's an unusual thing to find mm. um, I do also think it's a key to why you guys are having success and why you'll have a lot more future success mm. uh, because I do thank think you. that the, the the choices that you're making, you know, that's going to come back to you. And um, and I really appreciate that. And especially thank you for everything that you're doing with the Noel Family Foundation and Bradley's House because I just got chills. But um, yeah. we really appreciate you guys oh, very much. So it's an it's an honor and a privilege, you know, like to, to be a part of it and to have done this project and to you know we're going to get Bradley's House built. We're going to get Absolutely. it built and yes. it's going to change lives. And and in the process along the way, we're going to people are going to discover, you know, and it's going to change lives along the way. And it's so. You know, it's just, it's, it's a great thing and it's an honor to be a part of. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Thank you guys. Yep. Guys, I, uh, I think that was awesome. I think we had a, a fun chat and, uh, I think everything went super, super fun. Yeah. That was a blast. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, man. Listen, it, like I said, it's, uh, it's the same thing for me. I see messages pop up on Facebook or in my inbox and they're like, Hey man, thanks for what you're doing. And I'm like, <laughs> Thanks for what I'm doing. I get to, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? I'm, I get to hang out and talk. I get to hang out and talk about Sublime. Are you shitting yeah. me? I'm like, or you uh, start to rack your brain. You're like, what did I? What did I do? Yeah. Oh. I just wanted to say thank you to Anna while you guys are still here. Anna is our audio engineer. And she does such thank a you, phenomenal Anna. job. Yes, thank you. She Anna. hides in the background while we're all having fun. Thank you for making it sound beautiful. <laughs> What an amazing conversation we had with Paul and Yasad. Now, guys, make sure you hop over to law-records.com and uh, check out the house that Bradley built and all of the amazing things that they've got going on that they spoke about in today's episode. Um, you guys can check out the releases as they come out and updates on that. You guys can follow the Noel Family Foundation on all social media. Check out the Bradley House Facebook group. Uh, other than that, guys, we had an amazing time today. I'm Jared Orr. She's Kelly Noel. And uh, Kelly, have a good night. Thanks a lot. You too, Jared. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. And to keep up with the tradition of every other episode, we are going to give you another clip from the house that Bradley built, but this time the deluxe version available January 15th at law-records.com. Here's Shane Hall and Under My Voodoo. Is the most I'd have Can hide your love, it's true It's the freedom game You can see it every day But your freedom ain't free Come on down now I know I'm gonna make you come clear don't you know it ain't no thing to be for But you don't take more than you need What's under my photo? Uh. Under my photo Hello, my name is Tyson with the Null Family Foundation and I wanted to provide some resources to any men and women that need help and are struggling with drug and alcohol abuse. 
The first one I want to give is the SAMHSA.gov website, and that is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration website. And their 1-800 number is 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. And you can always personally reach out to myself. My name is Tyson Sullivan, and you can email me at info at the Foundation.org. I have a lot of resources throughout the whole country, and I can help you get connected for yourself or a loved one that's struggling.